We talk to freelance marketers and marketing agencies all the time who feel like they've just reached a ceiling when it comes to growing their business. Well, that's exactly why we created the StoryBrand Certified Guide Program to help freelance marketers and marketing agencies go to the next level. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and wondering, hmm, is this going to be good for me? Should I apply to become a StoryBrand Certified Guide? Well, here are a few StoryBrand Certified Guides to tell you why it's been a good fit for them. I found there's instant value. As soon as I got certified, like I was going to, one, be able to hang my hat on the framework and two, have StoryBrand to help me in any way that I needed it. I went from being able to barely support myself as a freelancer to like then be able to take on more business. I get to work right alongside my husband every day and we get to have the flexibility that we need for our family. As a young business owner, fresh out of college, you need credibility and you need authority. And for me, I think I was lacking that in a big way before getting StoryBrand certified. And now I feel like I have it. If you'd love to get results like our incredible StoryBrand guides, I have great news for you. We have a virtual guide training coming up in May. Go to storybrand.com slash apply now and make sure you apply by March 8th so you can join us. We bet you're ready to stop crossing your fingers every time you launch a new marketing campaign and instead would love to have the confidence that you're using a framework that's been proven to work. So apply to become a StoryBrand certified guide at storybrand.com slash apply now and join us this May. The best part about being a guide is I get to offer hope every day and see people succeed. So many of us are trying to figure out how to balance our personal brand with our business brand, and often that just leaves us feeling stuck and not moving on either. So today, we're going to actually help you get unstuck with this and actually be able to build both your personal and your business brand. And teaser, we are going to share the biggest thing that you can do that will make you more money. I'm about to start the show. Hello, Hero Maker. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Well, hey, JJ. And hello, Hero Maker. April, I don't know if you know this about me, but I have an Instagram account. I am aware. Yeah, yeah. In fact, we have been on it together. <laughs> we've talked about it extensively. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We've shared podcast? it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but yes. Okay. Good. I yeah. love this premise. Yeah. Go for it. And guess what? What? You do too. Uh, you're right. You're you right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. These aha moments. I know this that is... have been happening in your brain. I mean, we are firing on all cylinders right now. What we're here for is really bringing the big truths. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We have talked about it a lot. We've talked about even our struggles with it. And I think when I really get down to it, one of the things that I actually struggle with a lot Mm -hmm. when it comes to my social media in particular is 
figuring out how to balance my personal life with also my professional persona. And they're not that different, but really like I'm positioned as a marketing expert. I help people with their messaging. I go and I work with these very large companies and I'm on camera a lot. And then I also am trying to get my six-year-old to finish his eggs before dropping off at school in the morning. Right. right? And so yeah. there's like this, this balance of like – Am I a human or am I a brand? <laughs> yeah. You know, like I think there's sometimes that struggle for me of like maybe I should be leaning more into my brand or maybe I should be leaning more into my human. And so I feel like that maybe I should sacrifice one for the other in many ways. And we all know that when you're putting yourself out there on social media, it's not like everything of who you are, but it's really crafting an image of what you want people to see and the message you're trying to say while also being vulnerable and all of those things. But I think for me, it's always been a little bit of a struggle of do I lean into my personal side and almost my personal brand or do I lean into my professional business brand? Am I story brand or am I Dr. JJ? And how do I balance those? Yeah. And I think that a lot of people that I talk to, this exact conundrum paralyzes them. Yeah. And so then they just don't post anything at all because they're going, well, I don't know which lever to pull. <laughs> and I don't really know what the formula is. It is, is it a 70-30 split? Is it a 50-50 split? Should I just lean way more into brand right now? And of course, there's our personal preferences that are baked in there as yeah. well, because a lot of people are really private and they don't actually want to post. And that can also be a hindrance as well, because people are going, Ugh, I hate putting myself out there at all. I just want the brand to be the brand. I don't need to be the spokesperson. But then we're missing kind of the human element whenever that is happening. So there's a lot. And Hero Maker, there might be something else going on in your brain that you're like, yeah, April and JJ and this, too. And we are like, yes, we understand it. It's it's a lot. And so what I really wanted to do is talk to our friend Rory Vaden. Now, Rory oh, Vaden, yeah. He's the best. he has a company called Brand Builders and helps really experts and thought leaders build their personal brands in many ways. He works with businesses, but it's all about kind of helping the individual build their brand and their business at the same time. And so he lives in this world of balancing the personal brand with the business brand. And I've got to tell you that my conversation with him just kind of dropped my shoulders a little bit, mm. allowed me to just kind of sit back and go, ah, okay, okay. It gave me permission in a number of different areas to kind of be who I want to be and also kind of release some of the tension that I had in there or some of the questions about should I or shouldn't I kind of things. So that was beautiful for me. And I wanted to be able to share that with our hero makers for the people who are dealing with kind of how do I balance a personal brand and professional or business brand and have some of those same stresses that I had. I wanted to bring that conversation to our hero makers. And it was, first off, a lovely and fun conversation because we know Rory. We love Rory. But also, 
incredibly valuable. <laughs> like, <laughs> not only did it drop my shoulders, but so valuable. And he actually, his company spent thousands of dollars on some research that he is going to talk about in this episode, in this interview. And he actually gives us the one thing that makes the biggest difference Ooh. in influencing the amount of money people are willing to spend with us. The one thing. There is a one thing. Oh. And he shares it. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's something every single person listening can do. And you're going to hear him talk about how you can get access to all that brand research that he's done in this interview. So I want to get right into it so that you can hear how you can get unstuck when it comes to building your personal and business brand. Here is my conversation with the brand builder, Rory Vaden. I really struggle with figuring out how do I balance building my own personal brand while also being a part of a of literally story brand, right? Like, and mm -hmm. I struggle with that. And I know that there's a lot of our listeners who are in that same space. They own a business. The business is not them, but they are part of the business. And how do you walk that line? Talk to me, right? I need some coaching on this. I need some. <laughs> I need some help. <laughs> this is a really common question that we get, right? Because technically, Brand Builders Group, uh, and this is part, I think, why we exist symbiotically so well together, is we don't do branding for companies. We solely do personal brand strategy, right? If someone says, uh, "Help me brand my company," I go, "You need to talk to Story Brand, right?" Like we only brand individuals, but there is a massive implication for a business to have the executives of that company also have a personal brand in addition and sort of not really separate wouldn't be right the right word, but distinct of the company's brand, the executives need to, to have it. And when I say that's important, we actually measured this with data. So our team conducted a PhD-led, statistically valid, you know, academic rigorous national research study that was weighted to the U.S. Census. So we couldn't do it globally, but we spent tens of thousands of dollars to conduct this. It's called the Trends in Personal Branding National Research Study. In fact, if you go to, if you go to freebrandstudy.com slash storybrand, we built a little special page just for you guys. If the listeners, you can download the whole study, freebrandstudy.com slash storybrand. But there's a section on there's a section on this, JJ, that is all about what is the impact of personal brands on a company brand. And one of the most important data points that came out of the study is that 82% of people agree that companies are more influential if their executives have personal brands that they know, trust, and follow. Oh, wow. 82%. And what that tells us, that proves empirically what we all know sort of intuitively, which is that at the end of the day, people don't do business with companies as much as they do business with people, mm, right? Mm -hmm. They love people. And Don's brand is such a great example of this, right? How do you go from blue like jazz and the, you know, the Christian memoir guy to story brand to now business made simple? is because people, they love Don, right? And they follow him because they know him and they trust him. They go, man, man if Don's doing it, it's it's gotta be good. And that's important also for you, right? Now you're the head of StoryBrand and so you're carrying that banner. To be, to be more specific, so I'll, I'll share these, okay? So I'm gonna rattle off some other numbers here 
that are data points. Give them to me. Yeah. And then we can talk about like the strategy of what do you do with this? Okay. So 61% of Americans say they're more likely to trust an organization if their executives have personal brands. 60% of Americans say they're more likely to buy from the organization. 59% of people say they're more likely to recommend the company. 58% of people say they're more likely to tell others about your organization. This is massive. And then two-thirds of, this is, again, Americans, right? It's a U.S. study. Two-thirds of Americans say they would be willing to spend more money on products or services. They're willing to pay more money for the same product or service they could get somewhere else if they know and follow the personal brand of the company, like of the executives of the company. That's how much it wow. matters in dollars and cents. Wow, that's crazy. So they got to know you. I, yeah, and it makes sense. I mean, I, you just anecdotally, again, you said anecdotally, I would say that, that a lot of the companies that I buy from, I buy because I trust the people who are running them or I follow the people who are running them or I get excited about the things they're doing. So I'm always kind of watching. So anecdotally, Yes, I would have. I, I hadn't really stopped to think about that, but that is true. That's phenomenal. A absolutely. And that's the thing. There's like this scarcity mentality that people go, well, if I'm building my personal brand, I'm not loyal or committed to the company. Or if I build the only the company brand, then like, you know, I don't need to have a personal brand. And, and I think part of this is it all comes down that people have a, a very, I'm going to say they have a sharp misunderstanding of what a personal brand is. Mm. And before I tell you what a personal brand is, or at least the way that we define it at Brand Builders Group, I'll tell you what it is not, because here's what most people think a personal brand is. They think it means social media, have to have their own podcast, have to go out and speak, have to write their own book, have to have their own brand colors, their own website, their own logos. The reality is they might have some or all of those things, but those are not the things that define a personal brand. Those are maneuvers and mechanics that extend your personal brand. But a personal brand is simply the digitization of your reputation. Oh, wow. Okay. So when an executive goes, gosh, should I, should I have a personal brand or just work at the company? You would never say, should I care about my personal reputation or only the company's brand? Everybody would go, of course, your personal reputation matters, right? Like if you're getting you know, you're being crazy drunk and saying stupid stuff like to all your friends or doing things in your personal life, that's going to get you fired. It's going to cost you relationships with your team members. It's going to cost you relationships with your customers and your prospects. And people are going to go, yeah, I don't trust that company because I don't trust so-and-so. A personal brand is the reputation. It's just personal branding is reputation at scale. It's trust at scale. If you do it right, personal branding is automating trust at scale. It's not about being famous. It's not about proving that you're the man. It's not going, oh, look at my private jet or look how many followers I got. And, and it's not that either of those things are bad. It's that it should be a reflection of who you are in real life. And because we do business with people, the more I can know about who you are, the more likely I am to do business with you. And that matters the most with executives because customers are far removed from executives. What I'm getting some from this for myself even is that I actually do want to be a little bit more in control of the narrative of the reputation that I'm intentionally creating in that space because otherwise people will do it for me. 
Yeah, it's a very practical application. I mean, and to that, if you say, well, what is a brand? Like a brand is what do people think of when they think of you? And you don't really own your brand. The market owns your brand. It's it's what do they think of when they think of you? But you influence that. And if you're not influencing it, then they're the only ones making it up. The other thing about personal brands is people find personal brands far more interesting than they find company brands. Mm. Just go on Twitter or X, you know, or go go on Instagram and go, how many people follow Tesla? And then go, how many people follow Elon Musk? <laughs> yes, yes. Then go look at how many people follow Virgin and how many people follow Richard Branson? You know, how many people follow Spanx and how many people follow Sarah Blakely? And you could do, you can do this on and on, right? Like we create loyalty with people much faster. And, and that's because people are fascinating. Why are people fascinating? Because every single human is like a movie. Every human you meet is a store, has a story. The story is what highs and lows have you been on? What's the pain points, right? It is a story brand. Like each person's life can be a story brand. It follows these, there's a villain, you know, there's a villain, there's something you wanted. There's some conflict that you came up with that was external. There's an internal conflict. There's a villain. You then had a turning point with a mentor or something that like, you know, a guy that helped you. Then you were able to accomplish something. And then it's like, what can we all learn from you? Companies don't usually have that. Like you have to create that. Humans have it inherently because life is, you know, challenging and pain and ups and downs. And we bond really quick. So I, it's a big deal. People want to know you. And I want to acknowledge as we're talking about this, that, you know, with StoryBrand, we always talk about how you are not the hero of your story. Your customer is, right? So Amen. what the way that we're talking about this might feel like, well, wait, is that in conflict with the StoryBrand framework, right? If you're telling us that I need to build my personal brand or at least control the narrative of that brand online, am I making it all about me versus the company? But that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about, you know, just making yourself a hero. But you are, we are talking about that being the true guide in building trust, building some authority, building some empathy that ultimately will be connected with your business and your brand, your company. And that is necessary. So hear that. I just want to kind of acknowledge that. Well, and, and I'm so glad you brought this up because people, that's another thing that personal branding is not. It's not all about you. It's not about you at all. The irony of building a personal brand is it is not about you. The best piece of personal branding advice I've ever heard, this is not a Rory quote, I wish it was, but you know, Larry Wingett said, find your uniqueness and exploit it in the service of others, mm, right? I love that. A personal brand is not about you going, look at me, look how awesome I am at all. It's just about people knowing you and you serving them and you go, well, how do I serve them? Well, one of our primary mantras at BBG is, you are most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. You're sharing stories. You're sharing insights, education. We, we, uh, from when it comes to content marketing strategy, we call it the three E's. It's either entertainment, education, or encouragement of just, here's who I am in real life. And it's not about everyone knowing who I am. It's about going, here's what I've learned from the mistakes that I've made. Here's what I've learned from the successes that we've had. Here's the lessons that I'm learning on a daily basis. Here's what I'm up to. But the best pieces of content that perform are really the stories about your failures, the stories about your mistakes, the stories about the things you've learned, the stories that you admire of other people. And it's almost always the story of your life. How did you get to where you are and, and what have you learned that can help me? So it's exactly the same as being the guide and that the customer is the heroes. When you're building a personal brand, 
It's not about how many followers you have. It's about how well are you serving the people on the other side? How much are you teaching them? And that's the easy strategy is to teach everything you know for free and do it in small bite-sized chunks in all random miscellaneous order. And then people get to know you through that and trust you. I love that. And that's super practical that I think everybody can take from this is what you just said, that idea of that you are serving who you used to be. I mean, that like, I love that because that is what a guide really is all about in the story brand framework. It's that you have empathy for your customer because you are like them, you used to be like them, but you also have authority in that you've come further down the road than them. This Old Marketing, hosted by Joe Polizzi and Robert Rose, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Joe and Robert are two of the most well-known experts in the content marketing space, and on each episode of This Old Marketing, talk about the latest content marketing trends and also discuss how businesses can use content to attract and retain customers. Every episode features a discussion pulled from the recent content marketing headlines, rants from the guys on what's going on in the industry, and a This Old Marketing example from the past that you can learn from. Go check out a recent episode called Deep Fakes and Small Screens Overshadow Marketing in 2024. In that episode, the guys talk about YouTube and TikTok, how they continue to dominate and grow in profit and usage. Then they pose the question, is it imperative that all companies market on these channels today? They also dive into how the George Carlin and Taylor Swift deepfakes are dominating the news and then talk about, is there anything we can do about them or have we unleashed Pandora's box? So go listen to This Old Marketing wherever you get your podcasts. It's February and love is in the air, but not if your sales team is in a relationship with the wrong sales platform. Don't worry, Sales Hub from HubSpot is here to help. It's an all-in-one platform that helps teams prospect smarter, boost revenue, and scale better. Plus, it's easy to learn and free to start. What's not to love about that? Be the perfect matchmaker and introduce your sales team to a new platform they'll love. With Sales Hub, closing deals is no big deal. Head to HubSpot.com slash sales now. And now back to the show. You specifically mentioned education, encouragement, and entertainment. Just walk our listeners through that a little bit about kind of the three ways that you approach kind of helping people serve who they formerly were with that, those three things. Totally. Yeah. So let's talk about that. And then I'm going to share another data point on what is the single most significant credibility booster you can have that causes people to buy. But first, let's talk about what do I do practically if our flagship mantra is you're most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were? Okay. How do you put that into action? Well, the easiest thing to do, again, a level down from that is to say, teach everything you know for free, but in small bite-sized chunks and all random miscellaneous order. The other thing is tell all the stories of all of your biggest mistakes and the story of how you got to where you are. And then if I had to boil it down to make it the most practical thing, it's just going, make a list of every single question that somebody has about your business or your expertise and answer them one at a time. And each of those is a great piece of content, right? And some of that might be about what are questions that people have about you? Like, what do you do every day? How did you get to be the head of story brand? What do you do every day? Who do you hire there? Who exactly do you guys serve? What, how, you know, how many hours do you work? So it, it can be information about the company and about you, but it, the most helpful stuff is going to be teach the same content you would teach to your customers, but teach it through you, right? And if you go, 
what would JJ say are the keys to being a great guide? And they're going to align with what the company says, but it's going to be slightly different than if Don teaches it and talks about it. And that's a good thing. And some people are going to tune into you. So we call this the law of the frequency. So the law of the frequency is even if you're saying the exact same thing that somebody else is saying, certain people will only be able to hear it from you because they're tuned into your frequency. Think about it with the radio stations. You can have two radio stations playing the identical same song at the identical same moment, but people can only hear it on one of the stations. Why? Because you can only be tuned into one station at one time. And so there are certain people who will hear that message better from you than from anyone else in the company or anyone else in the world because they like the way you sound. They like the way you look. They have something in common with you about where you came from or what your values are. But if I don't know what your values are, if I don't know where you came from, if I don't know anything about your family life, I can't have those things in common. And so I can't have that bond. I can't have that true loyalty. I can't have that allegiance. You're just another voice putting information and content out there. I, I need to know about you. And that's what's amazing is I want to hear it the way you would say it. People have this imposter syndrome too, like Tony Robbins already said that, or Mel Robbins already said that, or Robin Robbins already said that, or Brene Brown. They go, yeah, but they didn't say it the way you would say it. The personal story that they would share about how they learned that lesson is different than the personal story you would share. That was one of the most freeing things that somebody told me a long time ago. I mean, when I went to go write my first book, that was the same thing. I'm like, well, I feel like I'm just telling the, some of the same principles. And they're like, no, you're telling stories that have never been told. Now they may learn some of the same things, but some people need to hear that. So, you know, I think we've got some really practical stuff that you've kind of brought in, but you teased me right there before you started saying that. Genius marketing, so wait till the end to hear. You said there is a single most credibility booster that makes people buy. There's like one single thing. I'm dying to know what the research says that that is. Okay. So, yeah. So this is good. So, you know, we have helped 29 authors become New York Times, Wall Street Journal, or USA Today bestselling authors. We have had six of our clients create TED Talks that have gone viral with over a million views. We've had nine of our clients grow their annual revenue for their personal brand more than a million dollars a year. Several of the top podcasters in the world are clients of ours, right? Lewis Howes, Ed Milet, Amy Porterfield, Jasmine Starr, not friends, clients and friends, but these are clients of ours. So we wanted to know which of those things is the most likely thing to cause someone to actually buy from you. And so we asked that in the survey, we said, okay, and we made a list. It was like, they have a podcast, they've given a TED talk, they have YouTube videos. They're a New York Times bestselling author, a Wall Street Journal bestselling author. They have a large social media following. They have a course, they have a nice website. They've appeared in the media. They are paid to speak. They're paid to consult, right? We asked all of these things and we said, the question was, how important are each of the following when it comes to paying someone more money for a product or service? And out of all of those things, the number one thing was none of those things. <laughs> the, the number one thing that will cause your customers to pay you more money for the thing you're selling, 62% of Americans said, Having testimonials about them and their work is the number one thing that will cause me to actually spend money. Show me a real human who had paid you money and had an amazing experience and got an amazing result. 
And what's crazy about that is we can do that by this afternoon. It takes a long time to build a website. It takes a long time to become a New York Times bestselling author. It takes a long time to you know, create a course, to build an Instagram following, grow a YouTube channel, grow a podcast. I'm not saying you shouldn't do any of those things. I'm saying the thing that the data says will change your life is testimonials about you, you personally, and the results you've provided to clients and all of us should have that if we've been in business for more than a few days. Oh my gosh. I love, like you said, everybody can do that right now. You can literally pause this interview. You can go to your computer and figure out where you either already have a testimony or who you can reach out to to get a testimony and put it all over the place on your website and your social media. Get it out there. And exactly what Rory said earlier is Basically, that is a way to digitize your reputation. Somebody's already probably given you a testimony uh, or you've, they've told you how much they liked working with you. You're going to take that, you're going to digitize it, and then you're going to automate that trust at scale. You're going to put it everywhere in emails and online and in your profiles and everywhere. And that is the quickest thing you can do. And based on the data, it is the most effective thing you can do. So everybody should be doing that right as soon as you're done. <laughs> and this. also like one of the most affordable things you can do, right? Like you don't Absolutely. have to pay to do that. You don't have to hire anyone to do that. You can just send a text to your top five customers and be like, will you shoot me a quick video on what your experience has been? It's going to, you do know, there's it. a bunch of other data points here. Again, if you go to freebrandstudy.com forward slash story brand, you can download the full study. And as, as you know, Dr. JJ, like the other thing that we do for your people is if anyone is going, maybe I should be thinking about building my personal brand a little more. And maybe you do have a vision to go. I, I, I would like to do a book. I would like to speak a little bit more. We do the first call with everybody completely for free. So if you want to do a call, you can go to freebrandcall.com slash storybrand and you can set up a call with us. And we do that with anyone who's listening. Anyone who's a friend of yours is a friend of ours. We want to know. And we just believe so much in you guys. We have like such a complimentary thing going on here, I think. So it's awesome. I mean, yes, all of those links will be in the show notes so you can get them there. But again, for that data, go to freebrandstudy.com slash storybrand. And if you are interested in growing your personal brand, talk to Rory and you could go and just begin the conversation there at freebrandcall.com slash storybrand. Rory, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been huge for me. And I know it's been huge for everybody listening. You are so generous. And just beyond that, I think people could already tell, but you're so good at what you do that I am just honored and grateful that you would come and share some of your information and expertise with our family here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure, buddy. And, and I just, you know, for anybody who's listening, there's somebody out there right now who needs you. They need your story. They need your expertise. It's not about you being the hero. It's about you being the guide. And those people need you more than you need them. So you got to go find them. There's somebody praying right now for answers that you and your company and your business provides. So stay focused on them and go find them and help them.
Okay, Hero Maker, now you actually have permission to build your personal and business brand together and take advantage of the links that Rory talked about. We have those in the show notes. Go download that information, give him a call and be able to build your brand. And if you're still feeling stuck trying to build and balance your personal and business brands, you can actually hire a Story Brand Certified Guide. They will help you with your marketing and your brand building. Just go to market marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. All right, Hero Maker, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. Well, you heard it from Rory. It is based in research. It is a proven fact that testimonies will have the greatest influence on your customers spending more money with you. So your actionable step today very simply is get a testimony. Get it. (laughs) You want at least one really good testimony. I would challenge you to get two or three, but for now, for the actionable step, I want you to get one. And here's what you want to do in getting that testimony. You want to actually look for almost like a case study. Don't just get a testimony that says they are great to work with. We loved working with them. We loved what we bought from them. No, no, no. Use it like a case study. What was the problem? that they were experiencing before they came to work with you. And I want you to have them talk about that. Then have them talk about the solution you provided. What was it that you did that helped them solve their problem? And then lastly, what is their life like now? What kind of things are they able to do and be because you helped solve their problem? Create that kind of testimony with a problem, your solution, and their success. When you do that, it really begins to act like a mini case study for you and your business. It shows people that you can actually help them move forward. When they see that in somebody else's story, they are going to start imagining it in their own story. And what that does is it continues to position you as the guide that helps the hero win. When you show people how you have helped other people win, they begin to imagine that they can win themselves. So ultimately, you are able to guide your customers to use your products and services to solve their own problems, making them the hero of their own story. That's what makes you a great guide, and that's what makes you a hero maker. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you found this episode valuable, please rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. 